Welcome to the Tell Me Something Real podcast. Real people, real stories, real talk. Happy New Year's, realists. So it's 2021, finally. Can we believe it? Yes, because last year was the craziest, fastest, slowest year of all time. So in this episode, we're going to talk about updates, what we've been up to, what kind of things we've been using to uh, engage our minds a little bit, crosswords, Duolingo, chess. Don't want to spoil it for you, but things are going to get exciting, right? So we're also going to talk about New Year's because, hello, that's what's going on. So we will talk about how we feel about the new year. Are we excited? What's the game plan? Do we have goals? Do we care about goals, resolutions, intentions? What's going on with us? So sit back, enjoy, rate us, subscribe to our podcast wherever you're listening. Tell all your friends about it. Enjoy this episode and happy new year. All right. Well, let's start out the way we always do with some updates. So Kelly, I have a feeling you've got lots of things going on with you. So why don't you start? Heather, I do have a lot of things going on. Um, First, I wanted to tell you all about Duolingo. I had to look it up really quick, though, because I wanted to make sure that I correctly told you that I am now on a 22 day streak with your amazing Duolingo. I'm really excited about it. Um, I found this new little challenge on there where the app will read you a story mm-hmm. and then you answer questions in Spanish Ooh. or whatever language about the story. Mm-hmm. And now I'm at this part where it doesn't even show me the story anymore. It Mm -hmm. just tells me the story and then I have to like remember it in Spanish. Oh. And I can click on it and then it will reveal the the words in Spanish. Yeah. Otherwise I just have to like remember it and then it'll ask me questions. Mm. I, and it's really cool. Nice. I like it. I have Um, not gotten that far. I've noticed that you are like not even remotely on board with Duolingo anymore. (laughs) I know life got a little crazy this last week and, um, and that's directly related to another topic, um, that I was going to share during my update, but, um, I don't want to interrupt you for that. So, um, anyway, I'm very excited about your Duolingo. You're going to be like fluent in Spanish literally any day now. Okay. So. Another thing that I have started this week outside of becoming nearly fluent in Spanish is that I started an online, like a Zoom women's group. Mm -hmm. So it's basically for women entrepreneurs um, to like be a safe, creative brainstorming space for yeah. women who have their own businesses, want to start their own businesses, have just started their own businesses to just get together and 
be really positive and motivate each other and bounce ideas off of each other. So we had our first meeting and it was really fun. Didn't have a huge turnout. Um, I will say that the part I'm really struggling with now is trying to find, trying to reach out to people and not, but at the same time, not be annoying because I know that when I get emails about stuff like that, I, a lot of times toss them immediately. Um, well, it's hard to know because sometimes I get emails like that and I'm like, well, I got your email for, you know, and I totally missed it. It got buried in all this junk email. So only when I went back and did my deleting, did I run across it? And I was like, oh my gosh, I missed this invitation to your women's group. So, I mean, sometimes, you know, people don't even see it or they need that reminder, but yeah, it's hard to tell, like, when are you annoying people with it. Yeah, exactly. And it was a really great, I mean, it was really fun. Like, and then afterwards I felt really motivated and got tons of work done and started working on my, you know, side projects or main projects now, you know, so that was really exciting. Um, and I've been doing crossword puzzles online, which is really exciting. Well, my husband started doing the New York Times crossword puzzle a couple of months Mm ago, and then I sort of branched out and have been doing this one online, and Mm -hmm. so I'm doing like one right after the other. It's so fun, and I finished a book that I started reading, so I'm trying to get prepped, and this is perfect for our New Year's resolutions, goals, theme Mm -hmm. of this episode, like I'm getting prepped to end 2020 and start fresh. And so in order to do that, I have to like, you know, I'm getting all motivated. So Mm -hmm. there are all these things that I'm working on um, that I guess we can talk about. They're updates, but we can talk about them when we talk about our New Year's thing. So tell me what's going on with you this week. For sure. And first of all, I want to say I used to do that New York Times crossword puzzle when I worked at the law library because they put it out every day and we'd all work on it together. Mm -hmm. Do you look up answers online or do you do it 100% from things you know? 100%. From From things things you know. know. Yeah. No, I don't look anything up. Um, The the New York Times crossword puzzle is impossible for me. The only time I look anything up is after I've already written it in the spaces and Mm -hmm. I feel like a hundred percent sure, but like someone, no name dropped here. Someone doesn't believe me that I know the answer. So then I have to look it up to be like, (laughs) yeah, I know that's the answer. I wouldn't have put it in, you know. So in in a daily New York (laughs) times puzzle, and I'm not even talking about the Sunday one, which is like the crazy hard one. um, I might know two of those things off the top of my head. If I use Google, I might be able to get half the puzzle done. I'm not, uh, I, my brain does not work in the way that crossword puzzles work. Like, I don't I, understand I these you. prompts that they give you. Like, I, I don't even, like, I need more information. Like, what are you asking me? In okay. like, so <laughs> I completely agree with you. We are completely and totally on the same page. I want to make something clear here. Okay. I I'm not doing the New York Times crossword puzzle every day. <laughs> My husband is doing yeah. the New York Times crossword puzzle every day. Now, when he has stuff, like if we're sitting down to get, we work on the Saturday and Sunday together. And then mm-hmm. if we happen to be together, which we have been 
this week because it's been holidays and mm-hmm. he's sitting down with the puzzle, then I'll look at the puzzle and fill the stuff in that I know. Or, you know, we have a different knowledge bank. So mm-hmm. if he doesn't know things, then it's possible that I will know them. I am doing these online puzzles um, yeah. where, and I don't look, and it's the same situation. I think they're easier than the New York Times. Now, New York Times, they're pretty simple up to like Thursday. They're Mm -hmm. not that complicated. That said, I am a person who, if I don't know like half the puzzle and there's some Mm -hmm. weird theme, then I'm like, well, I don't feel any great need to look it up. If it's not information that's in my head and it seems like boring, dumb information, then it's not something that I'm going to like put extra effort into learning just for a crossword puzzle. Because if I don't know it up to this point in my life, I probably don't need to know it in the next 40 years. Right. Now he will look up like anything that he, and he does them on his own. Mm -hmm. But then if there were words he has trouble with, he had trouble with, he will look them up so that he knows them like in life. I am not of that mentality. If I didn't know it, I don't need to know it. That's probably where, like, I, to me, it's like, how good can you be at a Google search? That's me doing a New York Times crossword puzzle. That being said, I just also want to make the statement that, like, I could go to Denny's and get, like, the kids menu that comes with, like, a kids crossword puzzle, and I would be equally as stumped on that crossword puzzle as I would by the New York Times. Like, I just, okay, I want to be a crossword puzzle person, and I can't do it you know what I can do word finds I am killer at a word find I can find words and I will time myself about like how fast I can do a word find that's there's ones where you like circle the words or put grasses through them or whatever yeah my grandmother used to do I love those Mm -hmm. however there was one that busy Phillips posted on her Instagram page that was like the first four words that you find in this search are your mantras that's your Mm -hmm. mantra for the new year right Mm -hmm. um it took me an embarrassingly long (laughs) amount of time to find any word oh my gosh for I was like well that says a lot for my new year because I mean I eventually did get them and they were fine I have a great Mm -hmm. mantra that I you know now don't remember but um but word searches, yeah, those are great. And I think that's, I think it's fine. I don't think that it says anything about your intelligence or your ability to learn yeah, I just or think know my brain, things to not be able to do yeah. crossword puzzles. They're I just written think my brain in a doesn't work that way. way. Yeah, yeah, they're just written in a strange way. And I think if you are, maybe it's, oh, well, I was going to say maybe it's really logic based, but you're logic based. Really so, yeah. I'm saying like I can read like, the, you know, the laws laws are written like greek and i can understand them but i can't understand the prompt on a crossword puzzle i don't know and i figure it's like a skill i could hone it but i don't care enough i just don't have that much free time that i'm trying to like but it's something that i don't need to be good at but i'm so excited that you are doing it and that you love it and that makes me happy well, I'm glad that it makes someone happy. <laughs> <laughs> but it does make me think of the thing that I have decided to put some time into because Kelly, I have such exciting news to share with you. Okay. I'm always Santa, a little bit scared when you say that. <laughs> Santa came to my house and gave me a Christmas present. <laughs> 
I mean, this makes me so happy. Just the fact that you even mentioned Santa after that last episode. <laughs> I feel like we did good work. Yes. All right. Okay. So what so did Santa bring you? I was all motivated that, you know, why can't Santa bring me presents? I, I let that thing that happened to me as a kid be a block for the last 30 years. And I'm just letting go of it. Okay. Yes. So Santa brought me the one thing I've I've really wanted, I've actually wanted one for many, many years now. Um, and I've done a lot of searching for one, but I couldn't find like the perfect one I wanted. And it's because there's never going to be one like my grandmother had. It's a chess set. So oh, I. That's lovely. I, I know. So when I grew up, we had a chess set and Kelly, you might remember this. It always sat on the end table in the, in the den and it had, um, ceramic these like really big ceramic chess pieces and my grandmother made that and what? so it was really special yes I had no idea from clay her initials were etched into the bottom of every one of them and it was the only thing I wanted when my grandparents passed away mm -hmm. and the only person in the family that could possibly have superseded me on that decision it was the only thing he wanted and there was no way I was going to fight him for it. But yeah. I literally for most of my adult life was like, when my grandmother dies, I'm going to get the chess set. So anyway, so I, Girl, I, I didn't you. fight like, for it. I just let it go. My dad had, I had the exact same experience. My dad had a chess set that I grew up with. It was in my house. It was like, in, it wasn't even special. It was wooden, but the bottoms of each mm -hmm. piece were green felt and mm -hmm. I wanted that chess set my entire life. And then my aunt yeah. got it when he died. And I was like, what? <laughs> so I totally feel you on that. Mm -hmm. So tell me yeah. about this new one. So anyway, so this is, you know, it's a really nice set with wooden pieces. The board folds up and all the pieces stand side. Like those were things that to me were mm -hmm. really important. Um, I had a, one a few years ago that was like a mirror thing and then it had glass pieces that were really tiny and it was all super impractical and I hated it and I threw mm -hmm. it away um so it needed to be wood I needed to be able to keep it all in a you know perfectly contained little unit so that I didn't lose the pieces and so now I am studying chess strategy because okay I've played chess my whole life I thought life. you already I thought that you watched the queen's gambit and that I, was I, your I, chess, I, chess okay chess so here's the thing about the so I've been researching this show and if you're already um an accomplished chess player you're going to recognize the moves that show was was written and created by people who are chess grandmasters or whatever that word is and so, uh, so the things they're doing in there are real. You're not going to learn how to do those things from watching the show though. So I'm now trying to go back. I know how each of the pieces moves. I understand the purpose of the game and, and the, the goal, but I don't know those strategies and techniques that people have to actually beat someone. And so that's what I'm starting to learn now is like opening strategies and like ways to get someone in checkmate um, so that I can actually win a game as opposed to just moving pieces around the board until eventually somebody gets lucky and wins. I like or distraction. Stalemate. That works for me. Look, a bird. <laughs> <laughs> that's called cheating. <laughs> um, I so think it's called my... being really smart. So I feel like that's my brain 
you know, my brain building activity for 2021 is I, I want to I like really it. learn how to be good at playing chess. Um, my teenager, I taught him to play chess when he was young on the chess set that my grandmother oh. had. And, um, and so I, and I taught my husband to play chess a few years ago and he won like the first few games he ever played and like nobody could believe that he just happened to be that lucky. Um, cause he's playing against people that have played, you know, casually for, you know, most of their lives. So, um, so yeah, so I mean, I've got two people and so I'm figuring that they're going to be my subjects, my test subjects, and I'm going to like try out these strategies on them and, um, yeah, see if I can you know, I think it would be like a fun activity. Like when you see people playing speed chess, it looks really cool. I want to be able to do that. Hmm. So okay. that's, that's my, your crossword puzzle thing though made me think of, of that and that I wanted to share. I really like this, this Santa gift. That's a really yeah. cool Santa gift. I'm so excited. I'm actually looking at the chess set right now and it makes me so happy. Um, it also came with checkers. I hate checkers. So I like, I actually <laughs> I've been missing Chinese checkers. Not um, Chinese checkers, the regular But they're checkers. so, I, I understand But Chinese checkers saying. is awesome. Yeah, Chinese it checkers really is really awesome. is. And, you know, it's really expensive now. Like, is I it? remember growing up and every household everybody, I went to had Chinese had checkers. Right? And one. now it's like nearly 30 bucks to get us up. And none what? of them have real, none of them have marbles. They're all like plastic little balls or wooden balls now and whatever. And I really oh. want marbles. No. So... Anyway, no, that's a, that's a no for me. Um, I love your tangent, but anyway, moving on, moving so right Kelly, along. I have good news and I have bad news. Do okay. you want the good news first or the bad news first? I kind of want to start with the bad. Okay. So the bad news right before Christmas, like a week before Christmas, I, my phone had already dropped and cracked and then I took it into the bathroom to play music. Uh, while I was taking a bath and I guess like water splashed on it. So my, my phone is completely decimated and I have not had a phone through like all of the holidays. And wow. um, I have insurance, but of course it's like $200 to like deductible. And I was wow. like, it's, it's like the holidays. I don't have, I'm not gonna spend $200 on myself. Like it's a time for buying presents for family and friends. Yeah, and that's a huge deductible. It's, it's huge. I mean, it's a, a still fairly new phone and, mm -hmm. and it's worth it. But anyway, so I finally scraped together $200 um, and it hurt to spend it, but I, mm -hmm. I sent it in and today I check, they haven't even shipped the phone. Like I sent it in three days ago Yikes. and I'm leaving tomorrow to go out of town for the next week. So uh, it's not going to get here before I leave. So now I'm going away from my home with no phone. Which wow. makes me really so sad. So it's like 1995. Yes. So, so I have like, so, so I cannot Duolingo. Oh. I like, there's probably people out there who think I'm dead because I'm not responding to text messages and I have no other, like, I don't know their phone numbers. They don't have my husband's phone number. You don't know them. Like, how do you connect? They're not on Facebook. I mean, I'm just saying there's people I only connect with wow. through ways that are on my phone. So I'm assuming people think I'm dead throughout the holidays no telling how many birthday phone calls I might have missed because my birthday I didn't have a phone do you have um, do you have access to those contacts um I don't know because I wonder if you could send something out by like google google voice text 
Maybe. I made a post on Facebook and okay. I started and everybody I knew that was on like Facebook or Instagram, like my, my trainer, well, we like, I can't train with my trainer where I have no phone and we connect over the phone. So, um, so yeah, I tried to reach out to everybody that I could, but there are people that I don't have connections with on other, other device, you know, services or whatever. Right. So, Wow. Yeah, it's been such a bummer. And I mean, really the first like five or six days, I was like, this is great. I'm so like, it was so nice to not be tethered to the phone. But now to like, think about leaving home without a phone makes me pretty nervous. So yeah, I was yeah. gonna say, are there any positives to not having? A phone? Um, I would say not having a phone in itself is a positive. I think we should all break our cell phones and just go back to 1995. Yeah. Like, what I mean, is this world we live in? I know that like, when we go camping or something like that, which we haven't done in quite a while, but when we're out or if we go hiking or something like that and we don't mm -hmm. look at the phone, like I do tend to take photos because I just enjoy taking photos. So I do take that's photos. That's the other thing. But There's, like, I, I, I go buy love a camera? not being connected. <laughs> like I love yeah. disconnecting from everyone. Mm -hmm. So I might just have to go buy a camera because like think all through Christmas, I couldn't take any pictures of the kids opening presents, nothing, nothing. Wow. Think how sad that is. Oh my goodness. I mean, you probably, do you have any old phones? You could probably could use an old phone to do that. Mm -mm. Oh, no. Wow. No. Wow. What I a don't. whole new, what a whole new slash old world. Yeah. I think, but you know what I was thinking about this? that we've, we've decided to rely because I mean, in the old mm -hmm. times, you would just have a camera. Yeah. Yeah. And it was a big deal. Like you had to have a camera, yeah. you know? So this experience has made me think back when I was 16 or 17. So we're thinking 96, 97, certainly not a time period where people had cell phones. I would go to the Boston in the summers on a plane by myself. Then I would walk around Boston by myself and I didn't really realize I did all that without a cell phone like mm -hmm. nobody knew where I was what I was doing if I was okay until I got home yeah and I I now have a child that age and I cannot imagine I can barely imagine letting my child walk around in the town that we live in where I know everything uh, without a cell phone much less in Boston which is a huge gigantic city I would take the subway and the bus. I'd be like all over the place and no phone. Yeah. And it's crazy to think of like all the places that I've driven mm -hmm. as a teenager or, you know, in college or whatever, yeah. like on these long road trips. And I would just print off like a Google map or what, map I know. like a map quest thing. And it didn't even occur to me that I might get, I remember so many times I used to get lost a lot, like in Atlanta like mm -hmm. I could make it to Atlanta fine, but then for some reason coming back from Atlanta would be like an ordeal because it would usually be really late in the evening, early in the morning because I went to, I was going to a show or something. Mm -hmm. And so many times I would stop somewhere and ask for directions. Now it is, wow. I can't even fathom doing that now because I would just assume that I would be like raped and murdered. But like, yeah. I can't, how did I even, and I don't remember getting now, if I get into my car, even if it's somewhere, I don't know how to get anywhere anymore because no, like, I'm either. so used to like turning on my GPS and like 
plugging something mm-hmm. in and like I don't even know how do you get anywhere I yeah I yeah. for about a year my phone my cell phone wasn't didn't have any cellular data right so mm-hmm. I could only really use it if I was on wi-fi if I wanted to you know do anything like that yeah and I remember like getting in the car to go see my grandmother who was you know at a nursing home and getting like nearly there and it was quite a ways away it was like 20 miles away in a in a place I never go Mm -hmm. and I remember getting there and then my phone stopped working lost Mm -hmm. all connection and I had to turn around and come back home because I had no idea where I was I didn't know Mm -hmm. who to ask I couldn't I couldn't even like call someone or text someone and I was just like, ah, what do I do? And of course, it's not like I have a map in my car. Now, this yeah. makes me think I need to put a map in my car. Um, <laughs> but, it, you know, I mean, I've driven across the country without yeah. I drove a cell from phone. South Carolina to Oregon with no cell phone. I, dro- I drove and my ex-boyfriend was in a different car and we literally had walkie-talkies to communicate with each other. Wow. And it was very hard be- to hear and very staticky because we're in cars driving 80 miles an hour on the interstate. Um, so we had to like try to get really close to each other in the car and, and it was like more trouble than it was worth. Um, I also was thinking when I first moved out here, I didn't have a cell phone and I went the first few years I lived in Oregon with no cell phone and I would like wow. run out of gas and I would just like walk around till I found someone and be yeah. like, Hey, can I use your phone? Like, I can't, like we've gotten so far from that now that I will say I think it's nice to be reminded of a life where you're not you know people don't think they can just get in touch with you at any moment because there's something to be said about this like if you don't text someone back immediately they think you're mad at them now like this idea that you have to be constantly communicating with people you know or that that you're at their beck and call you know I know. And I will say that um, since you haven't had a cell phone and we've been only communicating through email. Oh, it's so I'm, frustrating. It, well, here's a th- I was just going <laughs> to tell you, I'm kind of enjoying it. So really? it started I texting with you so it's, much. <laughs> well, it started, it began with me being really irritated because yeah. I think that we were trying to edit a podcast and we were mm-hmm. like talking back and forth about like how, what to edit. And it was something that we really wanted to edit a bunch of stuff out of, or I did. Mm-hmm. And it was just infuriating. And I was like, this is ridiculous. And mm-hmm. then I was like, kind of remembering how I used to communicate with a lot of people through mm-hmm. email and you don't have to respond every five seconds you can actually think about what you want to say first without someone like freaking out Mm -hmm. and um it's been kind of kind of um I don't know kind of fun it's a little retro the the emailing on its own is fun what I think for me is like for example yesterday I was out of the house all day I did not have my laptop with me. So that means I couldn't email you back all day yesterday. And then I don't know, are you emailing me? And you're like, when are we recording our next podcast? And then getting frustrated because I'm not responding. Now that was for frustrating because Mm -hmm. I had sent you an email yesterday that said, Mm -hmm. so you said you want, you could record this weekend. Yeah. 
uh, you know, when do you want to do that? Thinking, cause I was thinking yesterday, well, I've got the whole day. Like we're not doing anything today. We're just, today's a chill day for us. I just want to finish this book and that's it. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't hear from you until like 1am and I'm like, well, and you're like, <laughs> Tomorrow, I mean, Sunday's great for me. How about you? And I'm like, well, yesterday would have been great for me, actually. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so I I was hating all of that. Um, yeah. But that's a great maybe segue into my good news. Yes. Yay. So here's the good news. So now off to a better topic. <laughs> um, so even though I have no cell phone, uh, I did go trade in my old uh, car that I absolutely hated. Uh, and I got the car I've always wanted for the last 20 years. And, um, and of course that took literally all day and I knew it would, cause I've done it before. Um, so we, um, drove down to this town called Grants Pass in Southern Oregon. I know where that is. Yeah. It's actually the cutest little town. Oh my goodness. Um, I wish to go there when it's not pandemic times. Um, but yeah, I had seen they had a car for sale at this place uh, that was exactly what I was looking for. So basically I just, you know, I, when I got there, I knew that it's what I wanted. It was just a matter of doing all the paperwork and getting the loan approved. But yeah, so now I have- I've been there. Sorry, I had to Google it because I was like, that sounds so familiar. Yeah, I, I've driven through there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so um, so I don't have a phone, but I do have uh, this great car and it's- definitely much more comfortable for our little growing family so did your um, car have gps it does which is so amazing there so you yeah go. so now my car can just tell me where to go in fact last night i gps how to get home even though i absolutely <laughs> knew how to get home that is um, really exciting because um, i just wanted to watch the little screen tell me what to do yeah so i do want to ask you how car buying goes during a pandemic is everybody wearing masks is it awkward like what so so grants pass is a very conservative area Mm -hmm. and when you go into the more conservative areas you see more of a mix i think in oregon people are pretty like into the mask thing but but you know there are areas where people are less it was interesting uh we took it for a test drive the guy that test drove it with us wore a mask we wore masks when I went into the building, nobody in the building was wearing a mask. Although you would see, uh, I'd see people coming through with masks. Uh, I wore my mask. That's terrifying. The, the guy that does all the loan approval, like not the salesman guy, but the guy that does the financing stuff, mm-hmm. he wore a mask all the time. Okay. Um, other customers that came in wore masks. Um but I'd say on the whole, most of the salesmen either kind of half wore it or weren't wearing it at all. Um, I brought it up to the salesman. He said that they're not enforcing it there. They take the position that everybody's an adult and can make their own decisions. Wow. I would be like scared that someone wouldn't want to buy a car from me because I'm not protecting them by not, so not wearing a mask. On that note, he says car sales have been better this year than any other year like people can't do anything else so Mm -hmm. they're buying cars and yeah he says like it's been busier than ever well Um, I mean I know that that's true I'm just saying that me if I went into a car place um and some person came up to me that wasn't wearing a mask during a global pandemic I'd be like I am here to buy a car but not from you 
So why don't you point me in the direction of someone who's like (laughs) using common sense and I'll be right over there buying a car from them. That being said, he was by far my favorite car salesman guy ever. Mm -hmm. He truly was, um, because buying a car is very stressful. It's a huge amount of money you're committing yourself to. This is definitely the most expensive vehicle I've ever purchased and it's not brand new even. Um, So he did a great job because it got very stressful at moments. you know, I am in the best place financially in my life. The little financial guy kept coming over and he was like, you're doing everything right. You pay all your bills on time. You, you know, you have, you've been working hard on your credit. You can see that Um, you make good money, but you have these student loans. I almost couldn't buy a car because they were going to use the student loans to like, as my debt to income ratio to exclude me. Wow. Which is interesting because a lot of times like you can't have a good credit score without having loans like that. Yeah. Hmm. So, but I think it's because they're so high and um, anyway, it was very frustrating to sit there, you know, hour after hour as bank after bank turned us down. Finally, uh, a bank, you know, offered me a good, you know, loan, a good interest rate. I mean, in the end, it all worked out really well. The payment was exactly where I wanted it and everything, but I really was very irritated. I'm like, I used to come in here and buy or or go into a car dealership and buy a used car when I was a massage therapist earning one fourth the amount of money I earn now. And, and you approve, I mean, major banks would give me car loans. And now I have all this great stuff on paper. In 15 years, I've never been late on a car payment. Like I am your ideal person. Like I can prove to you on paper that I would lose my home and like everything, but I would keep up with my car payment no matter what. Like, yeah, you know, the pandemic, whatever, nothing ever would keep me from making my that car kind of stuff time. is really frustrating to me mm-hmm. because like things like credit scores, mm-hmm. like I have had this... Tr- I don't know if I've actually had this problem or if I've just anticipated having this problem before where like, well, I know other people have gotten apartments that I wanted because mm-hmm. their credit score was like slightly higher than mine. Yeah. And I'm like, right. But I can show you that mm-hmm. for the last three years, I know because I have like proof online that I pay my rent, not even on, t- not just on time, but like 15 days early for the last three years. Yeah. Did that person with a great credit score pay their rent on time? Like, mm-hmm. because rent is not something that typically affects your credit score. And it's oh, like, yeah. oh, well, you missed this one credit card payment. And it's like, yeah, that's because I was paying my rent, fool. Like, yeah. you know, <laughs> I mean, it's just like the way that people negotiate that in their minds makes no sense to me because it's just like, mm-hmm. you do have to prioritize and if something, if anything terrible was to happen, well, like your rent, car, electricity, you know, these are the types of things that you're not going to not pay if you can, you know, if you can help it. So it's crazy to me that people would keep you from having those things. Well, here's what's crazy is um, that the two banks I've had car loans with before, including the bank that I just had a car loan with who I had perfect payment history with 
and the bank before that I had a car loan with that I had perfect payment history with, both of those banks declined to go back into a business arrangement with me, despite the fact they made thousands and thousands of dollars off of me. And I was very, when I was like a low risk customer the whole time, like I wasn't engaging in like I really don't understand it. And I don't understand it too, because I, I know there are so many people who legit don't pay their bills. And I'm like, I always pay my bills. Like I'm not a bazillionaire, but I always pay my bills. So like, why are there all these people getting loans, getting all these like fancy deals and stuff. And then, I I mean, I, none of this stuff makes any sense to me. Maybe let's do a podcast about finance and then we can learn all about it. Okay. So I'm really excited about your new car and I can't wait to hear about your road trip and how the car goes. Yeah. I'll Um, tell you all about it when I get back. I look forward to that. So let's talk about New Year's. Yes. Let's talk all about New Year's. There's Um, so much pressure for New Year's to be this really big, amazing holiday. I don't feel that pressure this year at all. (laughs) <laughs> so I mean but you're not usually, excited about like kicking 2020 to the curb and woohoo 2021 I can't wait for you uh, I, I I feel like it's arbitrary you know what I'm excited for January 20th wow so January I'm thinking 20th. oh <laughs> so I think I might try for wow. celebrating Chinese yeah. New Year because uh, that's okay. going to come in February and so, you know, things, things might be worth celebrating at that point. But for right now, um, just watching the news, it's just like, things are getting so crazy. crazy. Yeah. I just don't even understand. And it all makes me very afraid. I'm actually for- trying to stay away from the news because, I mean, like, I've been touching base with the mm-hmm. news. Mm-hmm. Um, but it becomes more surreal and like, huh? Every time I look at it. So I'm like, maybe I should just stop looking at it. It would be best to just stop for a minute because I mean, I did say that I, I, I will say I listened to a podcast Mm -hmm. with Dr. Fauci this morning and the host was asking him if everything goes smoothly so Mm -hmm. you know lots of grains of salt here yeah when will we be able to safely eat inside at a restaurant again safely gather inside again Mm -hmm. lots of grains of salt everything being perfect because you know how that that's how it's going yeah oh yeah it's going perfectly september ish what yeah that's a no for me yeah I can't so I mean I was I was happy I really expected him to say like June you know but I mean people aren't even going to be getting like I won't even get the vaccine till probably like June or July so I kind of expected to hear that because in the past Fauci has been very sort of like hopeful about Mm -hmm. all of this stuff and like saying things that I was just like are you sure about that because I don't think we're quite there yet so when he said September October I was like okay that actually makes more sense to me 
but that's a long time for, I mean, it's not a long time from now if it goes as fast as this year went, but like, that's a long time from now. But that's a whole nother summer of doing nothing. Well, out in summer, you'd be outside anyway. This is like, yeah. when will it be safe? When will people but, feel but safe that means enough there's to be not going to be? Again? But I'm just saying that there's not going to be a lot of stuff that's going to happen. Like a lot of the things that I care about in the summer aren't going to happen. No. If if that's still if people aren't going to be eating inside, then other, then I think. They, the stuff you're excited about will still happen because I don't think that things will go smoothly. I anticipate that with well, this they, vaccine they, coming out, people are going happen, to. Kelly, but I'm not going to be there. I'm, I'm okay. Saying, well, like, that's a difference. Then. If if my favorite band comes to town, that doesn't mean I'm going to just go see them. I'm just right. saying like. I mean, they might have like a, what if they had like a drive-in show? People have been doing see, that. I like that. And then my friend posted a picture of like these outdoor festivals where everybody had like a little area and it's actually like fenced off and chairs and it's like your own little dancing space. And it's like 15 feet from the next little area. And I'm like, I actually like that better. Like, I don't really like that whole being smushed up against thousands of people at a concert thing. I like the idea of the tent thing. Here's my issue with any outdoor thing right now mm-hmm. it's the part where you get inside the outdoors or you True. get to the outdoor so space. i'm guessing that they're in conjunction with that has to be probably some timed because like if you go to something like an aquarium or a zoo right now you have to reserve a time mm-hmm. and there's only going to be so many people allowed and only one family or couple gets to come in at a time and then there has to be a wait before the next people come in you know and so you're spaced out so far and then naturally you just don't touch anything mm-hmm. um my my teenager wanted to go to the aquarium for his birthday and I felt like well let's see if we can at least make that happen because it's like a big and open and a lot of it's outdoors it felt like you know and they they handled that whole situation very well so I'm assuming it's going to be something like that where you have like a time where you show up and you're the only person coming through that gate and then they sort of disinfect everything and yeah I mean it hasn't been like that so far for any of the outdoor activities that I've seen it's mm-hmm. just like people in a line that are supposed mm-hmm. to be six feet from each other but aren't yeah um I just haven't seen any outdoor activities uh, and I guess we're just in different states where things were done differently yeah but I didn't see any and I didn't attend any outdoor events that were musical or festival based last summer at all okay so I'm hearing that you're a little apprehensive about the new year so far like you're not excited about this calendar year ending and a new calendar year beginning I am excited about this year ending I mean I think it's always exciting I just am saying it doesn't feel quite as exciting And I don't necessarily have maybe the hope that I used Mm -hmm. to have because I, you just told me, (laughs) Dr. Fauci just told you that there's not maybe that much to be hopeful for, at least with things going back to normal anytime soon. Okay. But I mean, the thing about that is though, like there's more to life, right? Than just like the things that we liked before. So, I mean, at this point, I mean, I know that there are so many people who've been living their life perfectly normally this whole time. Like there Mm -hmm. are so many people, especially around me who are Mm -hmm. acting like what's a pandemic. Mm -hmm. Um, 
you know, but I mean, by this point, certainly there are things that we've sh- shifted mm-hmm. a little bit. I mean, you're living without a phone, you know, <laughs> I, mean, like, <laughs> I don't even need are, a phone anymore. Things are slightly different. <laughs> I mean, so, you know, there, there are like other things that we can look forward, like personal growth. These are, these are new Year'sy things too, right? Yeah. Like you yeah. can still, I mean, like everyone is always like, I'm going to lose 15 pounds. I'm going to get, see, I hate shape. that stuff. I'm gonna, okay. See, I, yeah. I hate it. That's what, that's the kind of thing I wanted to talk about. So yeah. how are you into resolutions at all? Uh, absolutely not. So I used to be, you okay. know, Same. and it used to be, and I think I made that new year's resolution probably most of my life. Like I'm going to lose weight this year. This is the year I'm going to get my life together or whatever. Do men do and, that? Or um, is that just a women thing? I think are men, men ever like, oh, I need to lose weight. My husband just challenged me to a weight loss competition That's like cool. yesterday. Yeah, which I'm into that, but it wouldn't be a New Year's resolution. And it wasn't, you know, said he wouldn't, he didn't say it was a New Year's resolution. He just said, you know, I, he just said, I'm challenging you to like right. a, a weight loss competition. But the thing of it is, is that it doesn't have to, you don't have to call it a New Year's resolution, but it is January it is, it happens to be the beginning of a new year, <laughs> beginning of a new month and the beginning of a new week. So mm-hmm. I think that just logistically, when you begin at the beginning, yeah, well, it's a good time to start a new plan. Yeah. Right. So it's like people overhype the new year's thing when really like people have all these new year, new year's resolutions and then they don't work out and then it's February and then they're like, ah, screw it. When really it's mm-hmm. just like, oh, well now it's February. Let me start over, you know? Mm-hmm. So I do have somewhat of a tradition where I want to be doing something on new year's Eve slash new year's day that sets a tone for the rest of an the intention. year. I yeah, I am really into so, setting an intention. So, and by that I mean like not getting drunk and partying really mm-hmm. hard on New Year's sure. Eve because that's how you then kick off this again arbitrary moment where the calendar flips over. Um, but it has all this meaning behind it for people, and and we can't help but to acknowledge it because our lives run by that calendar. So, um, I used to always so, yeah. go hiking on New Year's Day. Yeah, I mean, I I wanted to do like a new year's run. Cause I was like, I'm, I want to commit to like not doing, you know, any kind of partying or anything new year's Eve. And the best way to do that is to have a, a race because I would never stay up late or, you know, whatever party even means to you. If that's just stay up late and drink a bunch of soda and eat candy. Yeah. Um, you know, I wouldn't do any of those things the night before um, a big run. So I figured that was one way to sort of motivate me to to do that so that's my one kind of thing I like to do is set a tone yeah, for like the year and, and kick it off with like a positive behavior as opposed to like bad habit type behaviors absolutely I am so into setting a positive intention mm-hmm. um and I've been really working on with the coaching stuff that I'm doing like setting mm-hmm. I'm really working on creating a, a new year best you plan Nice um, for people who need the motivation and the positivity with or without the resolution part. Um, and I really do like 
visualizing goals and doing all of that stuff and setting intentions. And I like ritual. I like the idea Mm -hmm. of ritual and starting new things. But the actual New Year's Eve thing, the partying, the woo, it's New Year's. um, I haven't really cared much about that in a long time, a really long time, because it does, that part does feel really arbitrary to me because it's like, well, Mm -hmm. it's just another day. Um, And not in a sad way in any way, shape or form. Like if I stopped believing in Santa Claus, I would be really sad and mourn that. I don't feel Mm -hmm. sad at all about mourning you know, yeah. not like get, going crazy on New Year's Eve. That to me, it just does not matter at all. Well, it's so interesting that we've chosen that day to be some sort of a holiday, uh, which then creates this like awkward week for people who work. <laughs> yeah. um, it's all great for kids who are in school and for people who are teachers because they get these two weeks off. But, um, you know, when I got my real office nine to five job, I suddenly became very interested in what holidays are mm-hmm. government work holidays Absolutely. and there's months that go by where there's no holiday like once you get to January and like the president's day holiday or whatever Martin Luther King Day whichever one of those comes last then you have like February March and April so many have months no with nothing holidays like couldn't you know. we like, couldn't we take that new, that arbitrary New Year's date and just be like, we need a holiday in March? Well, uh, I used to work. Okay. I used to work for an organization that gave us from new, from Christmas Eve to New Year's Day off paid. Hey, that's nice. That's really And nice. that is how I feel like in be. a perfect <laughs> world, everyone would just get that. Yeah. Um, because it's a, it's like a, a dead week to, you know, yeah, you and kid, it, if you well, have kids, you're up there home from school. You're not like doing anything at work. It's not, yeah. if you're going to work, you're just sitting there not doing your job, mm-hmm. you know, like unless you work in a grocery store or like a, you know, a job where you're actually doing work all the time yeah. anyway. But office like if people. you work in an office <laughs> job, you're not doing anything during that time. Now things are probably going to get really crazy for you after the new year. But Mm -hmm. during that, during December in general, most people aren't really doing anything at all. So it just seems so dumb. And I just, I also think to your point, those months that people don't have days off, I think that people are less productive too, because I think people start to burn out when they Mm -hmm. don't have a day or two off and not everybody gets holidays. Not everybody gets paid time off. So it's Mm -hmm. like, I don't know. Businesses are not helping anyone by not giving you days off during that time of during every month, you should have a day other than Saturday or Sunday, because on Saturdays and Sundays for people who work a Monday through Friday schedule, Mm -hmm. you're just doing errands. That's it. You're doing laundry. You're getting prepped for the week. You're like going to the bank. You're doing whatever it is that you have to do. Like, nobody's having fun on Saturdays and Sundays for the most part, if they work a Monday through Friday job. So I want to say something here about leap year. So I, I'm annoyed that in how long have people been alive? 10,000 years, something we haven't figured out some sort of mathematical equation where we can divide a year up into an equal number of days that We've, we've just, we just said, okay, fine. There's like a rounding error and we're just going to build that in on year four. 
where everybody gets an extra day and we're going to call it good because I'm going to tell you what leap year did to me this year. Christmas should have been on a Thursday. New Year's Day should have been on a Thursday, but they're not because the leap year skipped that. And now they're both on Friday. Well, guess what day I don't work Friday. So I don't get an extra Whoa, day off that's for Christmas lame. or New Year's. Guess what's going to happen next year. They're going to be on Saturday and I'm not going to get those I don't that is the off. worst then it's going to be on a sunday and then guess what kelly guess what's going to happen after that another leap year so we're going to skip right on over that monday and it's going to fall on a tuesday and then we're going to be already halfway through my work week again so i'm oh, really bitter my goodness i would be really now i do think that some jobs will give you so some workplaces have a set number of days that you get around Christmas time, no matter what. So they would do like Thursday, Friday, Sunday, or Monday, no matter what. I hate when you're working a job, it's a job where they would give you a day of the week off. Mm -hmm. And then that, that holiday is on, is on a weekend. That yeah. is just, I mean, it, why what and you know we could talk we could have a whole other podcast about calendars and work weeks and regular weeks like why I actually oh here's an update this is actually exciting okay this is what I want to talk about <laughs> earlier so one thing I did do is um I have gained a few pounds over the last few weeks because I've been making oh. all the sweet things. Yummy. Um, and I'm like, okay, this is unacceptable. Like it's fine for right now, but like it's not going to be fine if that scale doesn't change when I stop eating all the sweet things. Like I don't mm -hmm. want this to be my new normal weight. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, this is what I want to do. I want to make exercise goals. Nice. So I realized that on Garmin, because you know, on, on the Garmin app, it will give you like step goals and like, um, what do you, I have, I have step goals. I have an intensity level goal, you know, these sorts of things, but I need more motivation to do specific things. So yeah. I may, I went in there and I made a 30 day goal for bicycling for, elliptical and for yoga. Nice. So now, I mean, granted, it doesn't show that to me on the phone app. I have to go into the website, but I'm really excited mm -hmm. about this because I, I do really well with goals. I do well with setting them and meeting them if they are written out in front of me and I can check a box or something. So I went in there and did that. And that's like my January 30 day thing only it started today. So it's not really a new year's thing, but kind of, um, okay. and then I'm considering doing like, a the blog Alates, Cassie oh, yeah. Ho person that I like. So she actually has like a 90 day meal plan. Mm -hmm. And what I really like about her 90 day meal plan, and this is her like kick, butt, the thing that got her into shape, they have pescatarian, omnivore, vegetarian, and vegan. Okay. I love plans that are like that because a lot of times there will be like a, like a two kinds, you know, like an omnivore and a vegetarian or something. Yeah. And then I have to just like 
substitute on my own. And then it's like, what am I paying for? So she has a 90 day plan. And then she also has like a shorter 30 day plan, which I'm more into because 90 days is a real commitment. It's a long time. It's a long time. And like, I'm kind of okay with where I'm at, but I love learning new things, especially about nutrition and food and all of that. So I'm considering doing like the 30 day vegan okay. plan. And so um, she just tells you what to eat. Does she I think you, like you get like a full list? meal plan and shopping lists. Okay. Um, so I don't know. So if I do that, I will definitely talk about it and update you guys about that on here because okay. stuff like that, I usually in the past have bought into and then I don't do anything with it because I don't work well with structure and food. I don't either. I'm just like all. amazed. Like I've tried so many meal plans and it all goes wrong with the shopping list because I'll look at the shopping list and be like, I can't afford those foods. Yep, what, exactly. what is this? Mm-hmm. And then I'll look at the meal plan. I'm like, I wouldn't eat that. I'm not going to exactly. eat that. And then I'm like, well, I would rather make this. And I'm like, I should make my own meal plan. And I'm like, what did I just right. sign up for? So yeah, so I've, for I've never me, had any luck with it. Right. So for me, what I, I think the thing that I am interested in, because also she has the macro micro nutrients for every meal. So the thing that I am interested in is just having the meal plans available, not necessarily committing to following them every day for 30 days, because I know that I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to eat like an acai bowl and like all that I'm not going to eat that. That's not, and I haven't seen the sample. I haven't seen a sample of it. I don't have any idea. It may not be my thing at all. I just like to have access to healthy meal options. Yeah. And granted, I can look all, I can Google all of these, but why when it's right there for me, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, so that's the thing that I'm, I'm contemplating. And if I do it, I'll tell you all about it. Yeah, please Um, do. Cause I'm excited. I think, like I said, I would have a lot more luck if I sat down and created a meal plan of healthy meals that I know I like, and I know the ingredients that go into them and then try to actually follow that. Cause that would be a huge step up from following anything in the, you know, I'm just so bad. I'm even terrible with that. Like I, so also on her website, I feel like I rep for her so hard. It's ridiculous. But also on her website, she has printable sheets. Like today I printed off a grocery list sheet and it has like little sections for vegetables and fruits and whatever. And then a meal plan sheet that you do yourself, you create the meal plan and then you can put like, and also like how much water now, granted, I have been using my fitness pal online but I haven't been using it over the holidays because I'm just eating so randomly that it's just yeah. not, it's too much work that I have to do. So I, I tried to start on it today and just do a meal plan and grocery list for this coming week. And I couldn't even commit to that. Like I couldn't even commit to, because I like making food based on what inspires me that day. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's got, it's got to be like a day by day. First, it starts by going to the grocery store and seeing and what what's on have. sale, like just what's on because, sale and what looks good. That's what I, be, that's yeah, how I shop. Just because, um, 
a list tells me that I need to go buy this doesn't mean that thing's in season or my store mm-hmm. has it stocked or when I go there that that even looks like something I'd want to buy like right. maybe all their cabbage is brown I don't know mm-hmm. um and yeah and then it's about things that are on sale and like so it's more like I get inspired when I go to the store and I'm like mm-hmm. oh I could make this but it seems like every time I go to the store with something in mind I'm like wait wait they don't have this thing or where do I even find it so it's been like an hour walking up and down the aisles like where is this one thing yep. I know I tried to make pad thai one time and like uh we have this pad thai noodle and it said like the instructions on the back and it was like you need to buy the bottle of pad thai sauce uh from the same company that makes the noodles because it doesn't tell you how to make pad thai sauce so I go back to the same grocery store and they don't sell of course, the pad thai sauce. So then I look up how to make pad thai sauce. That is way out of my skill mm-hmm. level of cooking. Yep. Like if anyone out there can find a bottle of pad thai sauce, like just <laughs> mail it to me or call me, I'll come buy it. I don't know. Like, so we're never going to use the pad thai noodles because I can't make pad thai sauce. That oh. is really upsetting. That's when I would just grab some like sweet and sour or something. Call it good. Like, yeah, I'd be good to go put some broccoli in there. Yeah. And I will say too, like, this is why I focus so much on my fitness goals because I'm kind of all over the place with food. Like I'm Mm -hmm. not really in a, I don't eat crap, you know, like I eat a lot better than almost anyone I know for the most part. Like I do, I could eat more vegetables, you know I mean? Like there are things that I could shift and tweak and you know, whatever. And then like, I can eat a whole lot in one sitting. Like I could eat my husband under the table, like hands <laughs> down, like give me a pizza. I can eat the whole pizza. And he's like, I'll take two That's slices. So and I'm like, just give me the thing. But like, so, you know, my food is all over the place, but I can meet some serious goals when it comes to fitness, working out, exercising. Like I can exercise for three hours and it's no big mm-hmm. to me. So it's a lot easier for me to make and meet exercise goals. And then the food stuff is just stuff that I toy with. And I like to have in my bank, my knowledge bank in case I want to try stuff out. And lately, and aside from the, the Christmas and, you know, holiday, whatever stuff, I've actually been eating a lot better. Like I've been eating a lot more um, foliage and, um, you know, nutritiously, just because I, I, I've been remembering ways that I used to eat when I was younger, when I cared more about particular, cared more about eating particular types of nutritious foods. Not that I don't care about it now. It's just, I am terrible at remembering the food that I make. So I'll go in phases (laughs) and make the same kind of food for a while. And now I've been in this one particular phase for the last you know, year or so. And so it's like, I've completely forgot the food that I made two years ago or six years ago. So, it's, mm-hmm. I mean, that's why I have like that food Instagram page. Yeah. Um, now you can at least remind yourself. Yeah. Mostly just for me to remember <laughs> what I make so that if I am, I need ideas, I can look back over the food that I've made and go, Oh yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. Like I made this thing the other day. It's so basic, but in college and high school, I used to make broccoli pita pockets all the time. Uh And it was seriously just like steamed broccoli, 
feta cheese Italian dressing, as much broccoli as I could possibly stuff into a pita pocket. And I was good to go. And that doesn't sound like it tastes that good. It's so good. (laughs) And so now obviously I don't eat feta because like I've been eating a, a vegan diet, but like but there's like bio life feta is what I'm using and it tastes Mm -hmm. so good bio life feta is good as a feta or also goat cheese because it's very creamy oh it has that real saltiness to it texture yeah yeah and it's um it has a real saltiness to it but it's just so good and then like I've been making these flatbreads with seitan and um like you know like a greek style like red onions and um you know, some kind of green and black olives, or you could use Kalamata olives and, you yes. know, like I'm in tomatoes and cucumbers and I've been quick pickling cucumbers and putting on there. And this is all I need. Like I could nice. eat this food every single day. And the Trader now Joe's that, brand of yeah. pita and flatbreads are vegan. A lot of brands aren't. Oh, so, wow. it's, and they're like a dollar 99 for a huge no pack. What? That's this crazy. is meals for days. I'm days. so far from a Trader Joe's though. That's so Yeah. I mean, difficult. I only recently started going again because earlier in pandemic, it was just, it's so crazy, but because like, I'm not working a nine to five now, like I can go at as soon as they open in the middle of the week and mm-hmm. not, you know, I don't have to worry about it being crazy busy. So I'm really enjoying being able to do that again because I forgot how insanely inexpensive it is. Now I can't get everything that I need at Trader Joe's, but I left there the other day with two huge bags of groceries, most of it like fresh stuff for $35. That's so awesome. And then I came home and I was like, whoa, I may never have to shop again. This is crazy. So I really don't like, I don't have to shop. Like this week I was like making that little, um, the grocery list thing or trying to make the grocery list thing. And I'm like, well, I don't actually have to shop this week because I have plenty of food. That's so great. Good job. So anyway, yay, New Year's. Yay, (laughs) Really excited. I wanted to go back to the fitness goals thing because I feel I'm really struggling right now because this is the time of year um, that I go to the gym. Sure. I have a free gym membership as part of my employment package. And so between like March to October, I'm all about wanting to run outside. And I did this year from March to about October and even into November, I did almost all of my workouts outside or I did a run outside then followed by some sort of like weight training and I might come in the house um, for that if if the house was kind of empty mm-hmm. but now it's so cold so rainy so yeah. muddy and foggy I do not feel comfortable running on the road I live on which is a kind of a busy road um you know, cars just like speed up and down it because there's no stop signs or speed bumps or anything. It's not like a neighborhood road. It's a country Mm -hmm. road. So I would have to like get in the car and drive somewhere, probably kind of far away to even find like an ideal running spot. And then it's likely going to be pouring down rain. Um, I don't have my rain gear for running anymore. Um, I outgrew my -hmm. rain gear (laughs) (laughs) upon pregnancy and I have not grown back into it so um so I'm gonna have to go buy all new running gear but I really just want to go into a gym and just 
make it easy. Like all the stuff is just right there. The treadmill, the stair climber, the weight machines or the free weights and the mm -hmm. mats and the rope thing and all those little things are just set up and they're cleaned and there's a little people there if you need help. <sighs> yeah. So, so I mean, right now. I, I mean, I do think that it's, there are two things. So this past week has been a little rough for me because it's so we're having a cold front. It's really cold in my apartment mm -hmm. and I just can't, it's hard for me to change into workout clothes Mm-hmm. if it's freezing like I did a workout yesterday and had the I did put like shorts on but I had the heater on me the whole time like the little space mm -hmm. heater yeah um it's difficult if it's terrible weather outside so you can't go running you can't go walking and especially if you don't have a space to yourself in your home that's really important because if you do have space to yourself in your home, then it's really just about shifting your mentality a little bit and going, okay, well, I can't do these things that I normally do, but what can I do? Right. Yeah. So I have, um, you know, you have those little like mats that interlock, mm -hmm. um, that are kind of cushy, yeah. like, okay. So I have three of those and a yoga mat in both my living room and my bedroom okay. so that I can put the little cushy mat under the yoga mat um, because mm -hmm. the hardwood floor is a little bit too hard on my knees. Yeah. Like my knees are a little bit rough. So I can, I have no excuses. Um, it's a lot of times actually easier for me to work out in the bedroom because there's like just a very kind of, it's a really small space, but because my husband's a lot of times in the living room, it's really easy for me to just like put my phone in a little stand on the floor in the bedroom, whip out my yoga mat, and then do YouTube workout videos, my yoga videos, or like the Blogilates videos, and I'm good. And because yeah. a lot of those things are full body you don't have to do that many and they don't, it doesn't even have to be a long workout. I noticed. So there's this one blog, video. That's like a fat burning cardio. It's 10 or 15 minutes and it's, it's I think it's 10 minutes and it's just basically doing nothing but squats, but mm -hmm. different type of squats. And when I started doing that one regularly and it's, it's just little videos like that it was transformational, you know? So mm -hmm. it's like, even if you can just set aside 10 to 20 minutes a day and just do a couple of different things that you like. Mm -hmm. And I know that it's hard to motivate yourself to do that, but that's why, like for me, setting the goals on the apps that I use is so important or having yeah. like a calendar that you keep. So I used to, and I may actually go back to this, um, I used to get those little smiley face stickers, like a teacher would give you. And I would put Aww. a little smiley face sticker on the calendar so every day great. that I worked out. Right. I love it. But it's like, I would get so excited to put that sticker on the calendar. And then I wanted to see a calendar full of stickers. So mm -hmm. I would make myself work out. And then once you're dressed to work out, so it's about like getting dressed to do it too. So yeah. once you're dressed to work out, then you're like, well, I'm already dressed. I might as mm -hmm. well do more than one type of workout. 
you know? Yeah. So then you do some stretching, then you, you know, it motivates you even more. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's just shifting your mentality a little bit and like reaching for what you can do and what you can get excited about doing, because it's all about getting excited about it. And so I think that that's one thing about new years, even if you don't buy into the resolution thing, it is a great, it's a great jumping off point. And because if nothing else, it's a brand new month. You know, you're starting, you're starting over, you're starting fresh. And so it's looking at it with what can I get excited about this year? What can I get excited about this month or this week? So it's not, there's so much like can't talk or I don't want to talk, you know? And for me, I'm so one-sided you know when it comes to working out like I just want to run and everything Mm -hmm. I'm doing is based on just being a better runner so the working out has to be sort of geared towards if it's not about running it's about me being a better runner that's why I love my trainer lady because every exercise she's doing she's telling me like we need to build up those calves so you can get you know good push-offs when you're starting your run and you know we need to do this so that you don't you know get um, cramps or whatever right And, um, and we have like a lot of great workouts. Like there's certainly been days where it's been too dark outside or too rainy. And so she'll have me doing like a circuit running up and down the stairs. We have two different flights of stairs in our home. And, and that's great. I'm still getting that running. It's, you know, the elevation, it's hard. It's totally working different muscles. Um, I think the other thing though, for me right now, that's kind of putting a damper on it is we have um, Chris's family visiting. And so there isn't all of my little spaces are now gone. Mm -hmm. Um, The living room has become a total kid land play area. There's like a ball pit in there and fire trucks and rocking horses and pianos. I mean, it's just gotten like totally this great play area for the kids. Well, and the thing is, (laughs) if you are in a situation where you are not happy weight wise, or you're feeling sluggish, and you cannot do the kind of workouts that you want to do or that work for you, it has to be about food. Mm-hmm. And I mean, weight loss is really all about food anyway. Like yeah. 80, 85% of weight loss is all about what you eat, when you eat, how you eat, how much you eat. Mm-hmm. So it just, it ha- then it has to turn into it. But it, again, it's kind of, you just have to, it's a mindset. You know, you have to make it something that you like. And if you don't like certain aspects of it, then you find the things that do, like Mm -hmm. you said, then you make your workouts about, you know, how do you become a better runner? Mm -hmm. So then it's like, well, what can I eat that would make me more energetic? What can Mm -hmm. I, you know, what do I not, how do I shift my eating schedule? You know, it's about doing what works for you. Um, But it's a great time of year to start that. It is. And even losing weight for me is about being a better runner. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, I certainly like being the smaller version of myself and I would like to fit back into my old clothes, but I, I could be happy at a bigger size. But what I don't like is that it's much harder for me to do the kind of running I enjoy at the size I am right now. So even the losing weight is about it being um, a better runner for me. So anyway, I'm, I'm thinking that when I get back from my road trip, my husband promised me when I got back from my road trip that my basement workout room would be finished. 
So fingers crossed. If I have, a, if I have a little, it is, and, and I mean, basement workout room, I mean, as far as like the leak is fixed so that our basement doesn't flood every time it rains so that mm -hmm. I can put my workout mats down. I've, I've got yes. like several of those really cushy workout mats because the basement's cement. Mm -hmm. um, and then I can put my yoga mat on top of it. And then right next to that area is where the stairs are. So I would have my little cardio stairs. Yes. I can run up and down. That's and awesome. I feel like I'm out of everybody's way. The cement floor, you know, like the problem with like the upper floors is like when I'm doing a lot of jumping around, like it makes the whole house kind of shift because it's this mm -hmm. old farmhouse. <laughs> and so right. it's like, am I going to break through? That's why I don't do any kind of jumping. I don't do any high impact. I only do low impact workouts. Like I can't, yeah. and you know, I can't handle that stuff. Like my knees are mm -hmm. just like, no, thanks. Yeah, no, my, my trainer lady is forever do, having me do burpees and like I swear the whole no, house is like shaking. I, <laughs> I don't even, don't get your burpee anywhere near me, but I'll do squats all day long. Like give me, you know, a must do 5,000 squats by tomorrow challenge and I'm down. I'll do it. I'll do them all, but I won't touch a burpee. So I also love squats. I used to love lunges, but now my knees really can't do them anymore. Yeah, I cannot do lunges either, but I'll do like a side to side squat, mm -hmm. which is essentially like the same kind of thing as a lunge because it's working your hamstrings and yeah. your inner thighs. Anything really that's enjoy. like stretching your legs and then bending your knee is very difficult for me. I have gotten the burpee thing down like in the beginning um when I first started working out doing burpees after putting on so much weight it was like I'd do three and I was dead and so I'm really like excited to see how in the last nine months I've come a long way with the number of burpees I can do and other high impact things like that but mm -hmm. um but anyway so let's just all cross our fingers that when I get back from my road trip that there's a nice, dry, clean area in the basement that I can just go to and have privacy to work out. Because that's the thing, like, I've got so many people in my house right now. I'm like, I just can't. Yeah. I spent all summer with construction people in and out of the house as I worked out. And it was so horrifying. And I just tried to, like, focus on, you know, this is important to me. I am doing this because I want to get back into running and it doesn't matter what other people think, but it is really intense to have all kinds of people in your house, just watching you. And I mean, when you're 50 pounds overweight and working out, it's a mess <laughs> for me. You know, I'm, well, I don't really ever want to see myself working. I mean, <laughs> it's never really fun. Even, I mean, yeah. I say that, but then I always work out in front of a mirror because I do actually enjoy watching myself work out because it motivates oh, well, me more, but yeah, yeah. but mean, yeah, it's not cool. like something you want everyone. I'm not recording it for anybody. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, so new year, best us, fitness, yeah. intentions, new mindsets, jumping in with oh, hope, whether we want to or not, whether there's reason <laughs> to have it or not there's always reason to hope mm -hmm. um there is so i'm feeling good about it i do too and we'll see what happens i don't want to get my hopes up too high for the year in general but i think it's important to focus on the positives for me personally definitely you know? um, i'm with you that's on all that we, that's all we can control really anyway um Right. I don't know. It's just so crazy. I mean, it's like everybody's talking about like what a bad you know year and they're so glad to be done with it. I'm like, but does it end? 
because the calendar changes. Like I think, I think we're still right. in the same situation we were in on December 31st. So, you know, it really has to come down to what you choose to make of it. Well, I think we're just all hoping that 2021 as a whole will look more pleasant than 2020 as a whole. Let's hope so. One, one day at a time, <laughs> as they say. As they do say. Well, uh, I guess we'll wrap this up by wishing everyone a happy new year. Happy new year. Yeah. And if there's anything you guys want to talk about as far as like New Year's resolutions or anything, fitness goals, whatever, send us a email. Tell me something real podcast at gmail.com. Check out our YouTube page. Tell me something real podcast and our Instagram, which is the same name. Um, we do we do post like cute little videos podcast yeah absolutely and and tell us what you find might be interesting (laughs) but you have to put podcast because if you just have to tell me something real you get all these other you might get some real reels that you just didn't even (laughs) know that you needed yeah so all right all right on that note that's it keep it real Mm -hmm.